Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devin Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name, as always, is Devin Turak. Oh, damn it! Fail. I'm going to have to start that again. Hold on. <laughs> hello, hello and welcome. <laughs> <clears throat> hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name, as always, is Devin Turak. And today, of course, I'm joined by Patrick Leeson. Hello, hello. Paul Sanders. And joining us today is Dwayne McKinnon. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Not drinking beer. What can I say? (laughs) All right. So um, let us start with segment one, our weeks in the hobby. What have you guys been up to since the last time we got together? Who would you like to start with? Uh, Let's start with Paul. With me, put me on the spot. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. Um, Especially since you're having a drink at the time. Yeah, yeah, it's good, good, good stuff. Um, let's see, what have I been doing since we last did this? Um, it's mostly been, uh, I haven't been playing too many games. been busy with work and stress at work and stuff. So it's been really affecting my uh, gaming life, if you Fun will. Fun time? Yeah. But uh, I've dabbled with, I guess Factorio would probably be the, the game I've been playing recently. And then my usuals, Skyrim and Star Wars, and I think we did a little tabletop in there too at some point. But uh, other than that, and just Netflix and no, you, we, watching you guys streaming. Tried and stuff. to do Star Wars, but two people didn't show up. <sighs> Continuously didn't show up. It's yes. okay. It's now going to be a three-person game. No problem. Fantastic. I'm cool with that. But uh, yeah, not much on not much on my oh, end. Quit playing footsies with me. Or is that you? That was me. Sorry. Uh, not much on my end. Other than that. Okay. So, yeah. Well, let's, that's yeah, let's, I was quick and easy today. Yep. <laughs> let's move on to Dwayne. What have you been up to? Uh, a little of this, little of that. Uh, we've had one session of our every second Wednesday D and D tabletop okay. uh, since the last time that we spoke because it was the holidays and we took some time off. Um, Oddly enough, uh, the heist we were planning went absolutely completely smoothly, and we got out of Dodge with no complications whatsoever. And That's very unusual. We were, yeah, we were we were all quite impressed with ourselves. Um, and that uh, on the movie side of things, I've only gone out to see one film since the last time, but that movie was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and uh, I highly recommend it. If you're a Spider-Man fan, great, yeah, great it's, it's stuff. It's supposed to be like the, one of the better Spider-Man stories out there. Yeah, no, just uh, fantastic. The animation was good. Um, it was a great introduction to Miles Morales, if you're not familiar with that character. And the alternate spider people that show up are just great. So... Um, as I understand it, a sequel's already been greenlit, and I'm looking forward to that. I didn't get to see the post-credits scene, though, oh, okay. because I went with my daughter, and by the time the credits hit, uh, she basically had enough, yeah. <laughs> and it was time to get out of there. She, she really enjoyed it, and the movie got better in hindsight as she got away from the theater. Oh, that's good. So that was good, but uh, so I missed the post-credits, which I really would have liked to have seen because I looked it up later. <laughs> I won't I'm, say I'm anything. sure it's available. Um, it probably is. I just haven't looked hard enough yet. Okay. 
Um, I won't mention what it is because uh, you guys may go see the movie at some point. I'm hoping to, yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, TV wise. I'm behind on pretty much everything again. But I did get a chance to check out uh, Sci-Fi has a new show out called Deadly Class. It's airing on space. It's based on a long-running series, well, long-running for an independent series uh, by a fellow named Rick Remender, who's done all sorts of things for Marvel, DC, Image over the past. And... It's a period piece. It's set in the 80s, and it's about a orphan who ends up on the streets who is recruited into a school for assassins, essentially. Um, The school is kind of divided between legacies who are the kids of assassins, crime bosses, Yakuza, you, you name it, and... The rats, which are the folks who are uh, recruited pretty much from wherever just because the school administration believes they have potential. So our the, uh, show just started. Uh, second episode only aired last week. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know if I'll stick with it. Uh, but uh, the 80s setting is kind of interesting. And, uh, well, it's a nostalgia kick, right? Same as Ready Player One. and Yeah. Well, I mean, like, for example, I, I just saw a little bit of the second episode before I came over today. And it's kind of this montage uh, showing the main guy walking through the school and that. And in the background, you see one of the other students getting hauled away by a teacher because they were carving the Van Halen logo in, <laughs> into uh, one of the, you know, very nice-looking wooden cabinetry lockers. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, I'm looking at that going, okay, that's, that's an interesting touch. And that um, gaming-wise... On video games, not much. I've gotten a little further through Shadowrun Hong Kong. Okay, yeah, I started that one. Yeah, still, uh, still really enjoying that. Kind of wish that the Hairbrained Schemes had another Shadowrun game in the pipeline, but they do not. Yeah. So, Mm. yeah. Well, there's all sorts of uh, fan-driven content that you can pick up as well. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah. But the Hong Kong one is good. Um, Yeah. So, other than other than that, mostly just been reading. I'm currently starting my way through 2009 on Marvel Unlimited. So, uh, <laughs> only a few years behind, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, just a few, just a few. But that's the nice thing about Marvel Unlimited you, is yes. that I can <laughs> yes. do that because I think pretty much everything from 2005 onwards is on there. Oh, that's great. You know, and it's all available so, for free as long as you pay the monthly subscription? Yeah. Um, I go with yearly because it's mm. even cheaper. Okay. Yeah. Well, that. it's also much cheaper than buying like. Comics, oh, yeah. obviously. Yeah, I think I mentioned on the last podcast, I couldn't buy two Marvel comics a month for the price that I pay right. for Marvel Unlimited for a year, yeah, which has right. everything. Yeah. And that. So I've been reading some comics, and I've finally started making my way through the Wheel of Time again, and that I'm on uh, The Gathering Storm, which is book 12. So uh, two more <laughs> books to go. <laughs> Only 12 books. Uh, I wish the, nice, that. the nice thing is, is that I'm, I'm noticing a real difference uh, with Brandon Sanderson 
uh, who came in to write the series after Robin Jordan, Robert Jordan passed away before he could finish it. Mm-hmm. Right. And things are moving faster and I, I appreciate that. There, okay. were, there were times that Jordan meandered even worse than Tolkien did. <laughs> and that's saying oh, something. Oh, come on. Tolkien's known for the we walk, we're sad. We meet people, we're happy. We walk, we're sad. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like... And then let's spend three pages describing what they're eating. Yeah, well, it's well known that Tolkien was more interested in building a world than telling a story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yes. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, that is pretty much it. I'll have a few more stuff when well, we get to you, news you, and rumors. It, it hasn't okay. been that long since you've joined us. You were here last exactly, time. So, so exactly. It's, wow. It's, 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 only, like, it's a month later and I'm back. <laughs> Yay. Um, <laughs> that's good. I like the comics. Also, I think it makes sense to do the online one because they don't have to do pay for printers and publishing mm-hmm. and stuff yeah, like that. I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, e-books yeah. um, simply because they don't take up room in my house. Although I still like having my hands on a book. Yeah. Like, well, there's there's certain books where I do really appreciate that. Um, Renko's books had the rights for Harry Potter for a number of years when the books started coming out, and I have all of those in hardcover from from Renko's That's books. What, seven of them? Um, yeah, so seven of them. Seven They're really in- nice. I'm currently reading book four with my daughter, right. and that no, and I- for that, yeah, I, I do like the feel of it and stuff, but. For the most part, I can get just as lost reading my Kobo as I right. can with a physical book. And the nice thing about the Kobo is that it's a lot more portable. Oh, there is that, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, because I have EPUB books now for, I was going to say, yep. seven books, 12 or 14. That, that's funny because Horace Heresy, <laughs> which I'm up to 30. Date. Oh, no, no, dude. 49, 50. Four, 50 yeah. books. And well, there's that, even, and but the thing is, they've actually have an end date and end goal in mind. So it's going to be ending uh, this year or next year. It's going to be over. Well, sorry. <laughs> let's let's put a caveat on that one. Right. The Horus Heresy war thing will be over, but they still have lots of other stuff that they can yeah. build now, on. Now, question for you. Is this one continuing story or is this a lot of stories in the same setting? Yes. A lot yes. of stories. Okay. Um, it's dealing with the Warmer 40K Horus Heresy, which is what sets up the Warhammer 40k universe well the Imperium like the, but mm-hmm. there's 18 different chapters to deal with so that they kind of all have like their own stories that they yeah. tell um, half of them are on one side of the battle half of them oh, are on the other side so yeah. Like, yeah, okay so under those circumstances I can understand how easy it would oh, be yes. to yeah, get yeah. up to like 50 books it reminds me of uh the Star Trek novels that have been oh, yeah. well, published for and, like and Star the past Wars too. 40 Same years. thing. There's so much in this um, universe. So yes, you can. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. For the yeah. Horus Heresy one, there's going to be 50 or I think five or 56. I can't remember. There's they have an end goal, but then like I said, they've they've started doing the Primarchs, and there's 18 Primarchs, so they're going to have 18 of those, and then they yeah. can have. So in other words, they're going to be able to keep mining this intellectual property for oh, the next hundred years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's going to take a long time yeah. to tell all the tales. But yeah. Oh. So yeah. So anyways, Great. as that's far as weeks in the hobby, that's it for me. I'll okay. have a little more news and rumors. Paul, uh, Pat, Trick, yes. <laughs> what? 
So I actually have a lot this time because I normally I don't oh watch many games or movies and stuff like that, but I've been busy this this last little while. Okay. Go ahead. Get ready for it, Debra. Well, Devram and I both saw Aquaman on Christmas. My That's review true. is up on YouTube. I'm not going to talk more about I it now. I have to see that yet. Um, I also watched, I'm going to go with the new movies first, Bumblebee last night, which I actually enjoyed because, uh, I mean, okay, the Transformer movies are what they call explosion porn. <laughs> right? It they means, are. Yeah, they are. Much, there, there this is not Michael Bay. Uh, so there's actually a better story. Uh, it's well done. They're, I'm trying not to give spoilers over here, but the female character is basically retelling in a better way, Megan Fox's character from the first one. I mean, it's not in the same time frame. It's set earlier, but they have her as like, her dad's not there. She's a mechanic and all this sort of stuff, but she's actually developed as a person as opposed to, hey, look, let's put her in, you know, super skimpy shorts and just have her bend over. Mm-hmm. No, she's actually a developed character. Um, Who wants a developed character? It's really good. She's actually competent. I mean, she, she has issues. John Cena's in it as well, which is funny to see. He's, he's not too bad. They do the section seven, which comes up, or sector seven, which comes up mm-hmm. in the first one. But again, timelines don't quite match up, so I'm not sure if they're trying to do a a in the end a reboot of it or not. Because it ties well, 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 that section seven has been around since Hoover's time. Well, no, I know, but the thing yeah. is, when you watch this one and then you go back to the first one, I, like, well, it, they don't quite line up okay. for I, stuff. I vaguely remember a section seven agent actually being one of the highlights. Of the first two films, just yes. because he was funny. Yeah. Wow. He was being made fun of. But, um, and there's a male side person, side character with her. And it's very interesting because uh, a little he's, bit of a spoiler. He's here. the bimbo? No, no, well, he's not a bimbo. No, he's, he's, he's a nerd. So basically, take Shia LaBeouf's character, make him the side character, hmm. take Megan Fox's character, develop her, and make her the main character. Okay. And, okay, a little bit of a spoiler here. In the end, there's no romance. Ooh, the but nerd, Pat, you must have hated that. Sense. No, I liked it. No, I always, you I, always hate it when there isn't a romantic uh, element to yeah, any, any movie. You always right, complain me, about it. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's nice to see, again, male and female work together, and it's not, oh, we have to, the nerd has to get the girl at the end. Like, no, which was nice to see. I, I like that very much. Uh, definitely not as much the explosion porn. It's Actually, there's a story to it. They do tie more into the Transformers story from the the, the animated series, okay, and that than they did in the, the, all the Transformers movies. So I like that one. Uh, Avengers, or sorry, no, Aquaman. I'm not going to talk too much about because I wasn't that impressed with it. I'll let Devram go on about how good it was. I didn't yeah, listen. I'm not, I wasn't saying it's an amazing movie. It's the best movie I've ever seen. I'm saying as long as you don't mind some crazy action happen on screen. Yeah. Big dumb movie. Just, yeah, you just turn uh, your brain off and go, ooh, pretty. I've also uh, watched the season two of The Punisher. Yeah, that was very good. good. Uh, again, it's because they're doing 13 shows. There's a little bit of slowdown in the middle, in the middle third of it. Uh, it started off really good. Then it got a little bit slow and then ended really well. Um, again, I don't want to give spoilers away, but the ending you sort of you could see coming, but it wasn't quite what I was expecting. Uh but again, John Berthold as as the Punisher, except for the middle part where I don't agree with the way they did with his character, he does a great job. Like he does show the PTSD. Well, okay, it's not PTSD, but he does show the craziness involved with the Punisher. Mm-hmm. I also started watching Titans, the okay. new uh, yep. TV show, and again in a separate universe because even though there's a Robin and Batman and, and that, uh, 
they've changed the characters a bit because Starfire now it, she gets her power from Sun. Yeah. Which in, in the comics she's not she's not affected by the darkness or stuff like that. Right. In, in the in the original comics she's an alien, I believe. Uh, she's still an yes. alien. Uh, in the in the comics she's an alien. Uh, her powers have always derived from sunlight, but they never went to the point where she got naked, it's dark, and she can't and do anything. She can't do anything. Yeah, and right. which they do um, in this one. Yeah. Um, now, Raven is a younger one in this one than she is in the Teen Titans. Right. So her powers, she doesn't have her full powers like she did in the comics. So she's mm-hmm. still learning, which I have no problem with. Yeah. She was a very, very good actress, too. I really liked her. Yeah. Uh, Robin, I thought, was like great job mm-hmm. of showing Robin with the Batman uh, dynamic there. I liked it where he still, he doesn't want to be Robin, but he still wants to, you know, do the sort of vigilante thing a little bit. But he's, he does what he wants to get away from the Robin scenario. Right, mm-hmm. so that's why he's moved away from Gotham. He's trying to set up his own life. Well, I, I found it interesting in that his issue was that he was finding himself turning into Batman. Like he was finding himself using violence to solve every yes. answer. And so when he becomes Nightwing and or, he, he puts Robin aside, what does he do? He goes ultra violent again. No, no, but he's still not Nightwing. He's Robin. I, I know he's not technically Nightwing. No, but I, there's a point where he burns the ro- the Robin outfit. Well, he, I know, but the, that's near the end of the scene. Near the end. Yeah. Um, spoilers, people. But, but, but even <laughs> even after that, it's not like he tones back on the. Oh violence. no, I know, but he gets more, more violent. violent. Yeah. Like like you. Okay, hold on. Your problem with being Robin was that you, he, he, the you violence was becoming, all your answer. Yeah, the violence yeah. was was becoming too much, and uh, that's all you were doing was was beating people up. So then you put that behind you. And start beating people, people up. up. Like, more, like it, it yeah. just seemed a little weird. Um, now, of course, like Punisher seems more supernatural than anyone else because the beatings he can take. Yeah. But f- fuck, does it does he show that he can take the beating? My beating. God, but he gets brutalized. Robin, in that I series. like because yeah, he's on edge, and he's trying to stay away from Batman. I remember when they showed the trailer for this. I wasn't happy with the trailer because right. he's like, like fuck Batman. Fuck Batman. Yeah. But when you watch the show, it in context, it actually works. Sure. Um, here's a little bit of a spoiler for this because he meets some, you know, burglar type guys and they're like, oh, where's, it's Robin, where's Batman? And everyone's looking around for Batman. Right. And then he beats a crap out of them and yeah. says, fuck <laughs> Batman, I don't need him, <laughs> right? right? So it worked when you saw it, just when the trailer, you're like, why Yeah, is it sounds like he's uh, denouncing Batman. Yeah. Whereas he's actually just saying, he, Batman's not needed. Yeah. I, can, I can handle him exactly. myself. And they've done, uh, they've introduced other characters for the world. Now, I haven't seen Flash or Green Arrow, so I don't know if they have Hawk and Dove in either one of those. No, I don't think I've ever no. seen Hawk and Dove okay. before. Uh, Doom Patrol? Mm, no. no. So again, I don't, I don't so. know if they're trying to like, because... So well, Doom Patrol, you're those... You're familiar with the story behind Titan. Yes, right? yeah. So what I'm saying, though, is that I'm no, not sure what, if... What, what I mean is the story as to why this show exists. Yes, yes. So as I'm saying... Well, hold on, I don't, gonna, I don't know the story. Okay. So, yeah, so, yeah, it's, so anyways, um, I was going to bring this up in, in news and rumors. And politics stuff. again. Uh, DC has established their own streaming service. Yes. They right. call it DC Universe... Um, it is a combination of a comics reading service, a la Marvel Unlimited, mm-hmm. and Netflix. Yep. And so Titans is the flagship show, first out of the gate, for DC Universe. It's the first original content. They also have pretty much every animated thing DC has ever done. Which is too um, bad for Netflix. They have a new season of Young Justice, which I would that's, like to that's see. That's the cartoon, right? The cartoon, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
and they are going to be developing further properties like uh, Doom Patrol, for example, yeah. is supposed to be next out. Uh, Swamp Thing, they're going to be doing a Swamp Thing TV That'd show. That would be actually pretty epic. As I, as I understand it. You know, like also Constantine would be nice. Um, yeah, but Constantine like is currently Marvel. part of the Arrowverse. Oh, no, no you're Constantine's right. Constantine's part of DC. He, he is Swamp DC. Thing. Um, yeah, but uh, so I'm not sure what they're going to do there. But the thing is, is that uh, they were all, yeah, we're going to roll out in Canada. We have plans. We're, we're testing out the app for service in Canada, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, no Netflix Canada. was advertising, you know, dropping. I can't remember which Friday it dropped. It was either like uh, a week ago last Friday or, or sometime very, very recent. They're going, starting to stream now titans titans yeah so in other words dc universe is not coming to canada anytime soon right yeah because they sold the rights to titans to netflix in canada netflix canada i wouldn't be surprised considering that netflix canada has the first two seasons of young justice if season three ends up on netflix fairly soon yeah and we'll see about the other ones but again because green arrow and supergirl and flash are uh cw and What's the other yeah. one? Uh, uh, no, they're all, all CW. CW. They're all CW. Yeah. Yep, all CW in the States. But again, so it's like, this is where you start getting into like the business deals of mm. who's going to allow what. So even though there's Robin uh, and Batman in the Titans, and there is other DC peep characters like Hawk and Dove and the Doom Patrol, I don't think we're going to see uh, Flash or Green Arrow. No, there's not going to be a crossover. No. But the one that's still in the limbo is Black... Lightning, because right. Black Lightning was one and one that they weren't sure if you'd be connected to the CW world or not. Right. So that's one yeah. where it's like they're. But but the thing is, business wise, Black Lightning is a CW show. Yes. So the odds of it interacting with any of this new DC universe stuff is not yeah. not likely. But again, I did like. Uh, sorry to go back. Titans was good. Titans was a great show. I uh, really enjoyed. I, I recommend it. it. Then also I started because now I've watched one movie called with Jennifer uh, Garner, The Reaping, sort of one of those supernatural horror ones. Okay. Um, I'm not a big fan of those normally because yeah. you're just like, oh, look, let's see the big bad come out. It was a different take, but again, it was like the, okay, the devil's trying to get a child born and the... It does God seem to be a theme. God sends his angel and stuff like that. They try to make it a little bit different and stuff, but... Uh, oh, actually, it was Idris Elba's in it as well. Jennifer so. Garner and Idris Elba. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I gotta check. That's why I was like, I okay, check yeah, this out. I'd, I'd be willing to check out at least an episode of that. Uh, it's it's a show. It's a movie. Sorry. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah, movie. Okay. So it was it wasn't too bad. And then I also was telling people earlier, I on YouTube uh, because I'm YouTube Premium now. I got to watch Dark Man again, mm-hmm. which actually was was good. I didn't realize Bruce Campbell is in at the very end. Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen uh, Darkman. This, this is before Taken when Liam Neeson, when Liam Neeson was actually well, kicking ass. Actually, that makes a lot of sense. Can it be a Sam Raimi film without, without Bruce Campbell yeah. in there well, no, somewhere? Exactly, <laughs> but it's like I forgot he was in there at the end because at the time he he wasn't you know big right way back then. Yeah. He, you know, so it was like, oh, all right, that is Bruce Campbell. And the other one I was watched was uh, Val Kilmer and Willow, which okay, was a yeah. really good movie. I yeah. it was Ron uh, Howard. Is the director? I feel better. Yeah, it was. It was actually very I enjoyable. Love, I love that film. I'm gonna have to edit that. 
spiked too high. Spiked like crazy. <laughs> but it was it was it was it was enjoyable and fun. And then, uh, so yeah, the Punisher also watched. Oh, I'm trying to think. So I did finish other movies, which I can't right now think of <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> and um, for gaming, I haven't been doing too much Shadow Run, uh, unfortunately. But I have played a few games of Kill Team. Mm-hmm. Uh, which with Jace, and that's been fun. Although my dice still suck. Uh, yeah, that's always been a problem. For I you. got tabled the the first one. I completely like just destroyed. Turn one, I was dead. I was like, wow, thanks. That was that was fun. Go dice. Uh, <laughs> then the other game, I did die, but I won the objective because the the game ended on the you know there's so many turns mm-hmm. and you roll a dice. I got lucky. The game ended. I won because I had enough points. Right. <laughs> I had no no troops left at all, <laughs> but somehow because the game ended, I won the I won it. Um, I'm, I'm reminded of that old Vietnam cliche to save the village we had to destroy the village. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so that's what I've been doing, and then uh, for comics, having that, but for books, yes, obviously, Horus Heresy. Uh, I'm caught up to date, and also electronic books. There's been a whole bunch I've downloaded and getting trying to read. So yeah, it's my my life is now books, movies, and YouTube, pretty much. Okay, on that, uh, that's it for me. Uh, for me, what have I done? Um, for movies and TV shows, pretty much the same ones you've been talking about. Um, I definitely watched. Uh, I'm sorry you didn't see Bumblebee. Uh, no, I haven't seen any movies. I haven't I haven't gone to a movie in um, since we went to see Aquaman. Oh, really? That was, that was the last that was, movie that. Okay, Devin, what's going on? Like, uh, I don't know. It's I, I haven't had time. I've been super super busy. I've I, I've been working incredible overtime. Because we're going to blame your girlfriend. I'm not actually going to blame her. Um, <laughs> she's sitting next to. Her well, yeah, she she's here, but that's not the reason why I'm not blaming her. Uh, I'm not <laughs> blaming her because it actually isn't her fault. Uh, like I said, I've been I, I was up until like uh, this past week working overtime almost every day. I know, yeah. Until like eight o'clock at night. So just getting home dead. Uh, all I really want to do is just veg and maybe watch a couple TV shows, and that's barely about it. Um, the shows that I have been watching are I, I keep wanting to say Legion, but. Um, uh, Titans. Titans. I, yes. I, saw, I saw Titans. I saw the second season of Punisher. We've already talked about those. Um, I've been watching another series called Silicon Valley. It's uh, it's kind of old. It's an HBO series um, about um, this group of three friends who are doing like a, a tech startup and trying to get their technology out into the world and just the trials and tribulations of of being in the whole tech industry when you've got a, a Titan like Google. Oh. Even, even though they call it a different name, it's called Huli instead of Google. But there's, it's you basically know it's Google. It's Google. Yeah. Um, you know they have a streaming app, they have a search engine. Like like it's huh, it's, it's Google. Yeah, yeah. It's Google. Um, so th- and, but, it, and there's, but it could be Bing, could be Microsoft because you know they have Bing, their search engine. It really is. <laughs> like it really is. Anyway, so um, so so there's this massive giant that kind of rules over everybody and takes out all the little competition. And this guy has this brilliant idea. He kind of developed at the same time he was working on their systems, like working for them as uh, for the company. And so when he goes private, they 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 try all these nefarious ways oh. to try to get his algorithm away yes. from him. Well, because they are saying, well, if you worked on our computer right. and you're on our, uh, that's right. We own and, and so and there, one of the plot points is at one point he does run one compile on one of their systems, which means they now own everything he's ever done. Yes. So. Um, it, it's dealing with some of the uh, the, the nuances, the, the legal nuances of working in that whole industry. It, it's a very cool show. The guys in it are just absolutely ridiculous. Like they're super over the top. One guy's like uh, a nihilist um, 
uh, Satanist. Oh, uh, the other guy's like this um, this super pathetic Indian dude who's always trying to get women. Uh, the main guy is like super socially awkward, but like brilliant. Like it's 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 a, it's a funny mix. And then they have um, another guy they brought in kind of like as their business manager or their their project manager. So he, he tries to keep them in line, but they kind of run we all over him. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 a hilarious yeah. show. I really enjoyed that. Um, movies. Uh, I I really don't know if I have any movies to talk about. Um, I did just last night watch a documentary about. Um, there was a, a festival, a, a music festival that some guys tried to put on um, last year or the year before. Oh yes, I, Fire. Yes, F-Y-R-E. I saw. And yes. it, it turned into a crazy debacle. Well, it was a shit show. Yeah, absolutely, an absolute shit show. And so, a, and it was I, also that guy eventually got sent to jail. Oh yeah, yeah, six years. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, I watched a documentary about it, about um, what they were planning in the beginning, all going like, kind of through the execution, what, what ended up happening, and then the final results at the end. Uh, it's, I think it's about a two-hour long there's documentary. There's actually another documentary. Which yeah, ironically enough, there's two competing documentaries yes. that came out at the exact same time about that shit show. Because it was so, <laughs> because it was it's so weird. <laughs> anyway, I watched one of them, the one that's on Netflix. And it's it's well worth a watch. Um, yeah. I, I would highly suggest uh, watching that. Oh, sorry if I got to mention Dev. I also watched. It's, <sighs> it's not part of because, it but it's I not watched her. I know, but I watched the uh, the Cobra Kai one. Yeah, yeah. The, we, the, we uh, talked about it last. Episode. I finished the whole series though. And worth it? Oh, it's worth it. Okay, I'm gonna have to find it on another streaming service. There's gonna be available. a season three, season two. Sorry, coming out. Okay. When, yeah, I recommend it. Um, I wanted to mention one thing. Just going back sure, to what, How about everyone <laughs> mentioning something what you're during the okay. um, Silicon Valley rang a bell, and I looked it up, realized what it was. One of the creators of Silicon Valley is Mike Judge, mm-hmm. the guy who created Beavis and Butthead. Oh, uh, okay. And Family Guy. And yeah. stuff like that. Well, that explains a few uh, things. So. But I forgot there was a show that I wanted to talk about, too. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> but you, you said you, you've seen it, too, Salvation. Oh, yeah, Salvation. On Netflix, yeah. yeah. I started watching that, and I really liked it, but my God, the relationship crap that goes on in that oh, show yeah, is yeah. just... Yeah, it's unnecessary. It's, it, yeah, it's completely unnecessary. There, there's a love triangle between <sighs> the head dude and the military dude and the woman who's the PR she, agent. She, really? ends, up, oh, she ends up having a romantic relationship with just about every main character in that yeah, entire I, I series. Think, I think she does. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very cool show, though. Okay. Like the whole, the, this is, um, that, that, the premise of that show is there's a dude kind of like uh, Elon Musk who runs this tech company Oh, and right. there's there's an asteroid coming that's going to yes, destroy the earth it's going to be like a cataclysmic yes. thing so his his um, solution is to basically create an arc well originally the, the, throughout the whole movie there are the show they're, they're trying to set up a um, a device that's going to use magnets to pull the asteroid slightly off of alignment so it's going to miss the earth uh, and because the, the, the asteroid is made out of like Nothing but me- metal materials. Yeah, um, no, it was it was just a composite. It wasn't supposed to have anything serious with it. It's not until the second season they find out some other stuff about this. Oh, is, is that when they switch to magnets? Anyway, yeah, so yeah. so they were they were gonna. I think they were gonna use rockets. Maybe they were going to attack no, rockets. No, it's, it's a I, I don't, it gravity matter. tractor or right, something. Yeah, gravity, whatever it was. Yeah. So they were going to use its own mass basically to pull it off of target. Mm-hmm. Um, but secretly, he's actually, oh, this is a spoiler in case you haven't seen it. Secretly, he's working on an arc to send everyone to Mars, uh, which, is, which is kind of 168 where, people. Which is kind of where the Elon Musk has thing comes target, in. Because yeah. um, Elon Musk's new thing is we have to be off planet. We have to have, a, a, we have, to have at least 
an, an, one extra planet so that in case something happens to Earth, human humanity doesn't disappear. Well, that's actually a, a scientific thing, too. It's called yeah. the... Because um, we're, we're at population zero. Like There's a level of go, go up in the stars, like zero and then one and two and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, most civilizations get to a certain point, but then... For the continuation of our species, he determined that you only needed 168 of people right. of varying... Minimum. Minimum of varying to re- repopulate like the entire the race. Anyway, yeah. so it's it's actually a pretty decent show if you can get over the backstabbing. The oh uh, god, <laughs> like there's so many plot twists throughout the whole show, but it's pretty enjoyable. Okay, um, that that's called Salvation. It's a good show. It is. Um, but you've totally gotten me off track now. Uh, so I'm not going to talk about any more movies and TV shows. Um, maybe next episode will I'll come with a list of stuff that I've watched. Because um, Jen and I are, we're watching. Um, uh, Deep Space Nine all over again. Oh, right, you're curious. Uh, cool. right, right, right. Um, so we're somewhere in, in near the end of season five. And you're also going to watch Babylon 5. And now, I, now because of a, a, a fu- future Geek Fights episode, um, I'm going to have to watch uh, at least a, a few episodes of Babylon 5 yeah, I can't to get back that, into well, it. You guys are, it's the, the best yeah. episode. Yeah, so, so every, every person on the panel has to come up with six episodes that they think are the, the greatest and we, we make sure there's no there's I know no but I'm still trying to think like and then to... we battle it out all th- all 36 episodes <laughs> or 30, 32 episodes um, we put it into a uh, a March Madness style bracket and, and then we just go this versus this which one wins okay moves on I'm to the next round I'm trying to think of six because like, I really like, that was an amazing show yeah exactly but they, but like which which ones? I, I'll have to, I'll have to go back and, and figure I think out. For which me, ones. one of the favorite ones is the uh, moment in time where they he he goes into the monks that are that sing for him. Uh, I don't even recall that. Yeah, it's where they, he goes into the side area and there's like these monks that just do an amazing. Well, they're doing. I think they're they're actually Franciscan monks or whatever. They actually sing. Okay. Yeah. And. Uh, but there's a bunch. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, to there, there's a lot of really good episodes. Anyway, yeah. so that that's for a completely different podcast. Okay. Um. So. Other TV shows, uh, I don't know if there's any others that I want to talk about right now. Those are the major ones. Um, oh, I really want to go back and rewatch Last Starfighter because I haven't seen that in a long time. Oh, and, oh, yes. and uh, the guy who plays Alex in that in that movie was on a recent episode of a podcast that I listened to, and he was kind of talking about the Last Starfighter and his life, kind of what happened afterwards, some of the yeah. conventions that he goes to, and how people are are super super excited about that show, which was which came out in 1983. I know, yeah, like that was so long but ago. Was, was it 83? But I thought it was 84. Maybe maybe 84, but yeah. still holds up. Like yeah. that oh. is such it's, a great movie. It's just like Back to the Future it came out in 84. Yeah, yeah, and it still holds up. Today. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, well, except for the you know, except for the, the future one, and well, it's we're, just we're like we talk, don't have flying cars. Well, no, we're, we're just talking about. Well, what if my kid turns out gay? <laughs> Did he ever say that? I don't remember. Remember, uh, it got cut out. But it was it was originally one of the lines that was going to be used, but it got cut out. Anyway, not important. Uh, let's move on to other things that I've done. Video games. Um, I haven't really played any new video games. Uh, I did pick up uh, War of the Chosen expansion to XCOM two a while ago, but never really got back into it until. I finally downloaded the Star Wars mods, and so oh. now I can play the game against uh, against the Empire with nin- with, uh, with Jedi and uh, and and guys who are um, in st- in st- so in XCOM. There's a couple of different classes that your guys uh, evolve into. Um, there's a overhaul which completely removes all of that and and has just a single um, um, 
they, they just call it a soldier. So you become right. a soldier. But with that soldier, you can take multiple different paths, and your starting path uh, is randomized. So there's like I think twelve or fourteen different um, different paths you could start on and then from there you can mix and match and do whatever you want in a pure rpg style format so you can pick exactly which abilities you want for your soldiers in addition to that we also added the the dual wielding gun gunslinger oh yes yeah and also the jedi the jedi is the most important one and that has totally revitalized my love of this game so i've really been doing nothing but playing xcom 2 uh, for like the last like three Wars. or four weeks. I like You'll have yeah. to hook me up with some of this stuff because I've heard a lot about XCOM and I've never played any of it. So XCOM is actually a, a fantastic uh, turn-based strategy game. Um, they kind of simplified it, it since the original XCOM days, so it's not as brutal as it was before. Yeah. But um, uh, XCOM 2 especially and with the War of the Chosen pack, uh, it's, it's totally changed the game. And uh, I'm, re- I'm really, really enjoying it. Uh, other than that, I'm still playing... Uh, another game that I modded over to Star Wars. <laughs> oh damn it! Why why can't I remember what it is? Um, oh, um, um, what's that game I was playing that we, we watched the videos of the colony building one? Rimworld. Rimworld. Yeah. So I still have my Star Wars Rimworld thing going on. There's a Star Wars mod for it. Oh my god! It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. So it it intrudes. In, 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 um, introduces Twi'leks as a race. Oh, yeah. It introduces the, the rebels and the Empire as factions that are on your planet. Uh, it, it introduces Jedi as a playable... Um, or it's, it's, so it's, it's a random ability that, that could... or um, uh, What do they call it? Characteristic that, that could be on a character. There's like a, a, a <laughs> well, 0.1% chance. Now I have chance. to go and buy this game. <laughs> not, if not, not that I wouldn't have before. I just hadn't gotten around to it yet. Now uh, you're in Star Wars. Yeah, you can get it, a Star Wars mod for it. Yeah. But is it going to break the game? Because I know most mods tend to break that game. Uh, it, it certainly does make aspects of it easier. Yeah. But the game is so brutal that that I, I don't have a problem. With no, it. but but I mean, like, but like, um, the next time there's an update, it could actually break the game. Oh no, 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 no! You sh- you should be okay. Um, now now that it's no longer in beta, oh, everything is much more much more. Stable. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah. So those are pretty much the games I've been playing. I still do BattleTech. Um. Maybe like once or twice a week, I'll still pull out the BattleTech and play that because it's such a great game. Uh, but mainly, I've been concentrating on on XCOM two and with a bit of RimWorld on the side. Um, for role-playing games, my um, local Star Wars games are still going. Um, we were supposed to have a... I was actually supposed to have a Star Wars weekend last weekend where Friday yes. night we were going to do our Blink game. Uh, Saturday I was going to do my uh, F- Fantasy Flight game, Star Wars game local. And then Sunday I was going to do the, uh, the D6 version. Uh, the D6 version ended up getting cancelled because of a crazy amount of snow that we got and some people couldn't make it out to the venue. So... That got canceled. Uh, the Friday night one ca- got canceled because Paul had some uh, some family, family over who yeah. were com- coming down for a, a event on the weekend. They came a little early. Uh, so it only ended up being one day of Star Wars, <laughs> but still one day of Star Wars is better than zero days of Star Wars. So <laughs> I was happy true. with that. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> Very true. And so um, hopefully starting next week, we will start recording our brand new um, show. I, yeah. I wanted to start it this week, but uh, Ramzahoy unfortunately is uh, ill. He's got pneumonia in one of his lungs. Hopefully, he'll be better by next week, yes. or at least able to talk for a bit. Well, just, as long as he can talk, yeah. we, he can stay at home and just yeah, as long exactly. Can talk. The whole point about doing it over tabletop simulator is that you don't even have to get dressed. You can be in your underwear. Well, I, and I like also interesting because we're not doing the standard game thing. We're playing colonists. Yeah. So well, 
you're the only one who's actually playing a call as, as it turns out. But whatever, that, it's that was a whole theme. I, I Rem's always the one that put that up as let's I play colonists. I know. So I went. That idea sounds cool, and I'm the only one that actually made an actual col- colonist. Correct. I have um, multiple characters, and I'm still not sure which one I want to play. So, so, so Paul, uh, I think maybe what we should do for your character is not have him start off as a Force and Destiny class, but have him start off as actual colonist with colonist skills and give you the either the Force Emergent or the Force um, uh, Exile, which is a universal character class which gives you access to the Force and gives you a, a Force rating. Okay. So what that'll do is uh, allow you to pick up Force powers and allow you to um, eventually kind of move into a more... Force centric character, but start you off as a person who would actually be could like I, a regular person. Well, can I do the? Can I convert my uh, ex mercenary guy to that? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Perfect, it's, I'll do that. It's, it's just, it's just ten character and points. And isn't to, uh, Patrick Ramsey playing a? Uh, he's playing a, a scholar. A scholar, but he, archaeologist. I thought it was or something. No, no. he's not an archaeologist. Oh, he's he's just um, uh, an academic. What the hell are you doing on this planet then? Well, we're gonna find, find out. out. Yeah, yeah, it'll all uh, be part of the story. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say just something else for like you were talking about other podcasts mm-hmm. and stuff. Something I watched was, int- do you know that, because uh, also Last Starfighter, so mm-hmm. old movies. Yep. Macaulay Culkin has a new podcast called Bunny Ears. Okay. Right? And he's, on, he's he talks about a whole bunch of different stuff. Uh, are you guys familiar with also Cinemassacre, uh, the angry video game nerd? Okay. He does a bunch of stuff. He does retro red tolls, right, where they look at some of the old movies and they mm-hmm. talk about it. Macaulay Culkin went on that show one time. Okay, talked about his movies? No, they talked about Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. Did they rip it <laughs> oh, apart? excellent. And they, they loved it. They, everyone's like, it's it's one of the best movies out there, right? For for 80s schlock right. comedy thing, right? right? Uh, but it was funny watching, they're like, boo, you sure you didn't want to do uh, Home Alone? It's like, no, no, I've done that enough. It's okay, really. <laughs> well, since we're talking about other podcasts that talk about movies, I have one too. Okay, but before I go, oh, no, just because you'll, you'll appreciate this one. Macaulay Culkin also had Chris Jericho on one time. Okay. The, the, the wrestler. I was like, wow, I didn't realize. Well, Chris Jericho has his own podcast as well. Yes. That's I, I think called The Walls of Jericho. I think so, yeah. Which based off his old wrestling move. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he is a hilarious uh, interviewer. Yeah. Well, I was watching some or, of, or listening to some of the thongs from with Macaulay Culkin and going mm-hmm. like, wow, that's weird. Like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I didn't see him as a wrestling fan, but I guess, you know, he was. Well, a child of the 80s, right? We right. all were wrestling fans exactly, at yeah. one point. So I thought, and I was because also I know you liked Chris Jericho as well. I do. Chris and Jericho's it, hilarious. And uh, so I was like, oh, that was interesting that Macaulay Culkin had Chris Jericho sort of doing the combined. Let's put our podcast together. Sort right. Of idea. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you guys are listening, if you ever hear this, we would do stuff with you anytime. Yeah, sure. <laughs> come on, come on the show. We'll happily interview you. We'll uh, talk about kind of your the geek side of your life. Uh, if you have things like that that you're interested in, we'll yeah. certainly sit down and talk to you about it. Okay, so the the, sh- the show I wanted to talk about, uh, I think I may have mentioned it before. It's called How Did This Get Made? Yes. It's about mm-hmm. like the super, super crappy movies that come yes. out. And these guys just <laughs> tear it to pieces. But they do it in a pretty loving way. Like like they always sit down and watch the movie yeah. and take notes about things they found weird or um, choices that actors made or choices that directors made or, yeah. or choices that were made in the editing room. Like how room did this and, come about? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. um, and it's... One of the funniest things I've ever listened to that that show. It always makes me. I, I kind of have to not wa- listen to it at work because I can't control the laughter. <laughs> like it, sometimes it's so funny. funny. There's a few out there. Like another one I like is um, well, you've put links up to uh, Film Joy with Mikey. I don't, I don't think I've done that. Yeah, you have. You've done a couple months. I've never heard of it. 
He also has this thing where he calls it's the deep dive. Mm-hmm. So he tries to like he tries to find good stuff in any movie, but the deep dive is ones that are like Dungeons and Dragons and other movies like that. Okay. So he, he just him like and his, wow. him and his friends are sitting there and you're like, okay, well the costumes are really cool. <laughs> like you know, they're trying to find positive <laughs> stuff. And right. They're just like, well, okay. And then they're like, okay, because in in there, Jeremy Irons is in Dungeons and Dragons, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. As, as the the main bad, yeah, bad guy. guy. Right? Yeah. But they're like. You can't help but love him because he went. Ah, fuck it! I'm just gonna just yeah. go crazy with oh, this. Oh, oh, he went. He yeah. went hardcore. <laughs> oh, exactly. Show. And that's where you're like, oh, actually, you're, you're right. If I look, think back of it, the rest of the movie was crap, but his parts were the ones where you're like, I remember that. It's same for me with the when us for Robin Hood mm-hmm. with Kevin Costner. Right. We, Alan Rickman is the saving grace of that movie because anytime he's on, yeah. on, you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna enjoy this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and. Uh, Speaking of all, just remember the movie Street Fighter? Sure. I have to mention this one. Yes. With uh, Jean, Jean-Claude Jean Van Damme, Van Damme. Um, as, as Guile. Yep. <laughs> that was, what a terrible choice that oh, was. Oh, I know. It was like it didn't work at all. But Raul Julia played M. Bison, right? Mm-hmm. I one of his not, last roles, his, actually. And um, you know what? It was a, you know why he did it? He did he love the game? No, his kids. His kids oh, loved okay. the game. Okay. And he knew he'd just come out of stomach cancer, and he knew his time was like pretty much over mm-hmm. so when they when his kids heard he was offered that they, they're like that's awesome so he did it for his kids and he did actually a fair amount of his own stunts this is a guy who's like had gone through stomach cancer it was you know barely and also again this is another movie i think your your guys would love for how did it get made because mm-hmm. they were making up choreography and fight scenes as they went along because they mm-hmm. were under a super tight budget of okay we have to get this we've they've announced the release date so we have to get it done they, they actually may have done Street Fighter already. That, right. that sounds very familiar. Because it's like, oh, we've got to get it done in X amount of time. Oh, I thought we had more time. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Money okay. running out. So they were making up, like doing choreography and stuff like that on the spot. And here's a guy who come from stomach cancer, right. you know, who's like, yeah, I can, I can do some of my own bits. So for me, I'm like, okay, that's going to be awesome for him. <laughs> so I decided to throw that in there for... Okay, so we finally, after almost an hour, gotten to the end <laughs> of segment one, our weeks in the hobby, <laughs> where we talked about everything else. Uh, let's talk uh, segment two, news and rumors. I have some. Okay. Ghostbusters 3. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I saw there's a recent a, uh, post about that. There's a, well, there's a whole bunch because, there's, it, there's, again, it's causing controversy left, right, and center all over the place. Because... Ivan Reitman's son, Jason, mm-hmm. is the one who's going to be helming it mm-hmm. with Dan Aykroyd's blessing. So Jason Reitman was a recent host on Kevin Smith's podcast, Spodcast, where he talks about all sorts of stuff and um, all about his uh, the movies that he's, uh, he's directed. Right. Very good episode. The thing is, it's supposed to be a conti- uh, sequel to Ghostbusters 2. Right. Because they're going to forget the 2016 Reboot. All you have to say is alternate universe. No problem. Well, the thing is, though, that people are getting, oh, well, how dare they just do a, ignore all the old girl one? Like, okay. They can ignore whatever they want. Well, it's also it's like, their uh, pro- property. But, but the, people didn't have a problem with it being all women. They had a problem with the fact that, okay, we're going to just reboot. No, no, no. A lot of people no, had no, a problem. No, no, there was listen, some. Listen, no. no there no. were a lot. A lot yeah, of people had a problem. There were a lot. It brought the misogynistic assholes out in but again, droves. The, but, if, but it wasn't a huge... But they were just loud, mm. but it wasn't a huge amount. But they got most of the attention. But the thing is, like most people were like, we wanted... 
we wanted to see a handoff from the old people to the new people. That's mm-hmm. what we wanted. Like yeah. that's what most that's what the fans of Ghostbusters actually wanted was a handoff. They don't care who it was handed off to. All women is fine, but they wanted to see the old guys hand it off. And uh, and then it ended up not and yeah, it just ended up just being a reboot. Yeah. Not even a good one. Like no. I said, it wasn't a good reboot either. It wasn't well done. I disagree. I like, like that movie. I like that movie a lot. Uh, I, I, Dwayne liked that movie more than the original. I like it more than the original now. now. Right. I find the original hard to watch now, but uh, you can dig up the Revenge of the Clones episode if you want to hear me talk about that a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, so that's that's one of the big ones out there is Ghostbusters 2020. Right. Um, but again, release dates are, are very nebulous and can change. But it, that looks like it's going ahead uh, with most of the original cast. That's again, it's the background as the no, background ones. I, actually, there hasn't been much released on that at no. all. Ernie Hudson has gone on record saying, well, you know, if they call me, I'll certainly go for it. They haven't called no, me. No one's, yeah. um, the only person, to my knowledge, who's commented on it is Aykroyd. Yes, because Aykroyd's uh, wanted to do this for um, decades. You know, Bill Murray, I mean, like, the only reason Murray did the 2016 one was that he got to do something completely different than Peter Venkman. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, he doesn't so, like doing re yeah, He doesn't like no, doing He, he only did Ghostbusters 2 because he's contractually obligated to do Ghostbusters Well, 2. also, they give him... Uh, his dramatic movie he wanted. These are Razor's Edge or one of the ones. He, Some, yeah. a, he, he did it so that he would also get backing for one of, the, one of the dramatic roles he wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, the other one is, are you familiar? Okay, H.P. Lovecraft is an amazing, well, crazy author. Yeah, insane. <laughs> and trying to do his, his books is co- into movies it's very difficult. is very difficult. They did a little bit with you know, Hellboy. That's sort of with the Cthulhu sort of mythos and in there. Because uh, he's influenced tons of authors and, and artists and moviegoers. But there is, for the ones, Nicolas Cage is slated for a Lovecraftian movie uh, called Color Out of Space. Now, there's not very much on it. It's just all they have right now is Nicolas Cage has signed on to be the main guy for it. Nicolas Cage. Yes. Okay. But of all the people that could do crazy, yeah. Nicholas Cage sort yeah. of to me would be a guy who could pull off the in I'm yeah. I've lost my mind to Cthulhu. Well, what I find even more interesting than that, uh, Guillermo del Toro, who you know has done some fantastic stuff, yeah. uh, particularly the Hellboy films and that uh, Pan's uh, Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth, that sort of thing. Uh, that's I've a been crazy movie to get in the mouth of madness. Yes, done for yeah. years now. He's never quite been able nope. to get it put together. But uh, so yeah. you know, Del Toro doing H.P. Lovecraft, I can see that. Yeah, but this one's like it's it's worse. You know, it's it's an alien or a ship comes down and then the the, the sky starts turning weird colors, which affects people. So hey, it's a Lovecraft you know book into a movie. We'll see how it goes. Uh, that's the big rumor, like the ones for me that I was going. Wow, that sounds really cool. Uh, Paul? Um, I don't got much, oh, uh, to be honest. That was, that was pretty yeah, well, anticlimactic. I've, my focus, something. My focus has been elsewhere right, these days. So. Yes, I hear you. Yeah. And of course, well, the big one, Dwayne. Sure. Um, so in the news side of things, uh, Netflix has actually oddly been talking more about their 
audience numbers lately. Mm. Although they only release snippets, and of course yes. it can be seen as self-serving yeah. and that. So for on the genre side of things... Um, but of course you know why they're releasing numbers, right? Uh, it's obviously drumming up publicity. Well, because of Disney and yeah. you know DC yeah. doing their own all, streaming yeah, things. Right. So they're all, like, hey, all, look, all, we have lo- look how much we get. Yeah, well, interestingly enough, they've they've said that they're not terribly worried about you know Disney or CBS All Access. Then why release numbers? And try they're and more worried about stuff like uh, Fortnite and YouTube. Um, for example, they mentioned. One time, YouTube suffered a major outage for yes, and their their subscriptions spiked yes by about ten percent while the YouTube outage was going on. Yeah, so well, of yeah. course, like, the, the um, thing YouTube, is, YouTube tried to disable their Google Plus system, but it had been so ingrained into into yeah. um, into YouTube itself that it actually brought the entire system down. Yeah. for twenty four hours. So while well, they were trying to reset code to two years ago. So one of the interesting things is that they said that uh, Punisher Season 2 only dropped the audience by about 20% from Punisher Season 1. Now, of course, they don't go into how big the audiences were. <laughs> Either way. Right. Either way. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but it is successful. And Punisher is rather interesting in that it's not the same terms as the original four Marvel shows that Netflix put together. Um, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Daredevil. Um, So, for example, it's news in and of itself that they haven't announced that Punisher is canceled yet. Wait for it. That's true. It's already dropped. Um, Actually, because they they announced Luke Cage would be... With Daredevil Season 3, they announced the cancellation. Well, same for Luke Cage. Immediately after uh, the new episodes drop. Um, and from what the various Hollywood trades report, uh, Punisher is actually a property that they could move to the new Disney streaming service almost immediately. But that'd be weird because With, Disney is more yeah, PG. But that's the thing. So it's hard, it's hard to say. Uh, with the other four, there's a clause in place that uh, Disney Marvel cannot continue the properties anywhere for two years after cancellation. So, but Punisher is separate. Yeah, that, but Punisher has different terms. Not entirely known, yeah. but uh, it's known that that clause isn't in there. Yeah. So I found, I found that rather interesting. On the comics side of things, uh, DC Comics, which, uh, well, DC apparently, I guess, rebranded itself from DC Entertainment back to just simply DC sometime last fall. It's just that apparently no one noticed. Um, <laughs> I still like when people call it DC that, Comics. No, no, that's what the C stands for. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what the C stands yeah. for, dudes. It's in the dictionary redundant. Yeah. C, redundant. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, on the DC front as well, they just, uh, they've done a shakeup kind of at the top executive level. Yes, uh, they're watched. supposed to be it, like the claim is getting back to our publishing focus on that. The big thing there is that they fired their longtime art director. The guy's been with the company over like 25 years. 
and that and so lots of uh, tweets and everything from comics professionals you know wishing him the best and all this stuff and saying so okay so during the five minutes when he's at, while he's out of a job <laughs> yes because he won't be gone he'll be at yeah, soon um, and that uh, Rob Liefeld yes um, image comics folks may have may recall from uh, the excesses well, of 80s comic books particularly Marvel well uh, Marvel then image then DC the, no yeah Mar- Marvel image Mar- then DC well, he hasn't done a lot for DC. Mostly no. Marvel and Image. Yeah. Um, through his Extreme Studios banner. Uh, he apparently entered into a deal with Netflix last spring. Mm-hmm. He's walked away from it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, says it wasn't working out as a good fit. Oh, that's too bad. And so he's now looking for other partners to he... develop certain extreme properties. Because okay. that's the thing is Netflix, now I know they're losing like the Marvel comics. And obviously they're going to be losing the DC ones with Warner Brothers doing their own streaming. So they should be looking at, yes, well, there's Image and Extreme Comics are out there yeah. with a lot well, of... They've, they've signed a fairly big deal with Mark Miller um, to develop uh, his stuff. Wait, I'm uh, not a... Like, his stuff's Matt a Miller's uh, probably best known for... Um, Old Man Logan. Well, there's that, but on the creative on side of things, there's uh, Hit Girl yes. and... Well, I can't remember what the name of the movie was. There was a couple of these movies. I never, I never actually saw them. Kick-Ass? Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Um, so, yeah. So, best known for that. Um, first out is going to be uh, The Boys, which is a typical Miller, extremely cynical look yeah. at the world of superheroes <laughs> and stuff. So, uh, I, won't be, I won't be watching it. I'm, nope. not, a, I'm not a fan no. of Mark Miller, but I he am. does he does have a very large deal with with Netflix to develop all kinds of properties. Okay, well, uh, I'm, yeah, because like yeah. some of his stuff's okay, some of his stuff is just yeah. yeah. Wanted was okay as far as the movie goes. Yeah. I understand it was considerably different from the comic books. Yeah, but well, uh, yeah. so I was, can't so comment. So was Kick Ass. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Miller is famous for selling the concept yeah. and then writing the comic book while the property is being developed elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, because so, um, like the, I prefer the Kickass movies to the comics. Yeah. So, on the other side of things, uh, Marvel is involved in a couple of large events as they always seem to be. Uh, yeah. War of the Realms. Where uh, basically Malekith, the dark elf, who was actually in Thor: The Dark World, yep. yeah, you remember that one? Well, yeah, um, it's like he was the has conquered has conquered the other nine realms of the Asgardian mythos and is now focusing on Midgard or Earth, and so that's going to drag in just about everyone. <laughs> the fun thing there is that it's actually going to drag in the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. No. For oh, the first for the first time in any Marvel crossover, because the longstanding joke is that Squirrel Girl literally can't be beaten, so if she was involved in a crossover it would be over way too quickly. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I hate Squirrel Girl so much. She, they they bring her into every Marvel game that's ever created, and I've never understood why. Um, also, there's a there's actually gonna be a re- Masters she, of Ryan yeah. He Man and Masters of the Universe reboot, eh? Yep. She, um, they just 
finished off a, uh, I think it was a digital only, but it was uh, He-Man versus uh, DC thing. Yes, uh, uh, versus in, uh, the... In, in oh, in, uh, versus, He-Man versus in the Injustice. Yes. Injustice, yes. Yep. Yes, where Superman's the crazy guy, yep. yes. Yep. Um, I want to get... It looks interesting. I, I saw stories about it. Yep. Yeah, where because He-Man's magic-based... And that's Superman's weakness. Yep. And that, so, but he he gets the power of Shazam. Yeah. What? Yes. Yeah, it's actually some guy. I have oh, no idea yes. why he did this. He put the comic on YouTube, and yes. it's just him basically reading the comic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that, and yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Basically, the Injustice Universe is saved by He-Man. Yep. What it boils, um, what it boils down to. Going back to what we were talking about before with um, with the Last Starfighter, there's actually a, a Last Starfighter reboot. Oh, there is in the development. But why? Stage. Because it's such a like. Well, it's, they're they're just yeah, see, they're I trying think, to modernize it. See, I can understand. I can understand He Man because the original He Man movie had very little to do with the He Man universe, right? Uh, because that was like again budget, right? Because. Oh, we want to show He-Man in his in his own world. We don't have the budget to do an entire movie on that. Oh, uh, we want to bring uh, He-Man through a rift yeah, into modern day uh, exactly, North yeah, America. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like okay. Um, yeah. And I mean, Jack Palance is Skeletor. I mean, like Dolph as He-Man. It's, yeah, quite, it's, it's quite the cast. I mean, Jack Palance, Dolph Lundgren. You had uh, Courtney Cox. Yes, three friends. Yep. And you had. Um, Oh, what's his name? And that he Billy ended Barton. up. Billy he, no, he ended up playing Tom Paris on Voyager. Oh, oh yeah, yes, Robert yes. Duncan McNeil. Yeah, that's, that's as the young guy. guy. Yeah, but it was um, the beginning. It's like as, yeah. as, as the other guy. It's like so, we want to do He Man. Uh, we don't have the money to show <laughs> that. So okay, they all come here. Yeah. How? Don't ask. Just yeah. go with it. Just, yeah. yeah, but so I can understand why they're doing a He Man reboot. Like I can understand it. But like Last Starfighter and also Big Big Trouble Little China, why redo it? Why remake it? it, it it's a classic for what it is. Yeah, but you know, you know, and also especially considering it's going to start Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yep. Okay, dude, I can't take you as a guy who's a stumbling, bubbling idiot. Like, I'm sorry, you're the Rock for a reason. You, you, yeah. yeah. Well, he's got. I honestly think Dwayne Johnson's got a half decent range on him. Oh, he does. He I, was absolutely holding. I, I finally got to see uh, Jumanji because I have Crave. Oh, now. okay. I don't. I haven't seen it yet, but and I've, so um, it was absolutely hysterical. I, well, he. I saw him in uh, well Central Intelligence with Kevin Hart. Yeah, that was a great movie. But I remember him with with John Travolta. Was it Be Cool or Be Chill? Or get shorty. Also, or get shorty. Also, it was get shorty, get shorty, get shorty where he was where he the was gay was, bouncer. Yes. Yeah. Who wanted to be in a musical? Yep. I'd forgotten about that. That that to me was like he he does comedy very, very well. well. He huh? has a, he, well it's because he's such a great um, uh, cameraman and and uh, um, on the mic guy yes. when he was doing his wrestling. Yeah. So he he knows how to ham it up. Like he he oh, knows. Yes. Well, there was like, there wasn't there that one he did about being um, like a babysitter or something well, to a couple of kids or something. Yeah, the tooth fairy. Uh, oh, no, that was a different one. Yeah, yeah, that was a different one. But he, he's he's done them. He he was also yeah. well. He's fallen this footsteps sort of Hulk Hogan and other ones like that who did right. And, and, and he also did uh, another comedy where he and and uh, Marky Mark were juicing and yes. they, they were about pain, to no pa- uh, uh, no no pain. pain and gain pain and gain pain and gain yeah sure yes. actually that was that was yeah, a good surprisingly one surprisingly good movie yeah. uh, it was a little like it was 
Oh, stupid. Dark comedy. Yeah. Like, it was, and yeah. yeah, The Rock did well because he had his toe shot off and stuff like that. Oh my God, there was so much funny sh- shit that happened in that movie. You know? Yeah. They, they try to kidnap a guy, but they're bumbling idiots. But it's also based on real. Yeah, yeah, I think it is based I, on real. I actually a read the, story. The, the, the background behind it. It was like, wow, that was really crazy and dark. And especially since the guy they kidnapped ended up getting in trouble with federal law. Right. Yeah, because he wasn't a good guy to begin with, which well, is that's why it. They, they kidnapped him in the first place. Yeah. So, so yeah. So there's all that. Uh, Marvel's also got a second event starting up called the Age of X-Men, where it's it's an X-Men crossover and kind of a reboot and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, Marvel is starting to re-emphasize the X-Men again. Probably because it looks like the Fox <laughs> deal is going, going through, to go through. through. Yeah, it's going to say because and the, they'll have the movie rights, and Ike Perlmutter is willing to emphasize oh, X Men again. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, wait a minute, you don't want to sell us back the rights to these this property? Okay, we'll just buy your whole company. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, speaking of the X Men on news and rumors, um, now this is complete rumor thing. It's not a news. This is rumor mongering. But people have seen or are talking about. Possibly Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in Avengers. Yeah, I saw something game. online about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, well, that is a that is a rumor that's been going around all right. Yeah, and it's been well because there's a picture of Wolverine fighting the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, well, sorry, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine fighting Mark Ruffalo's the Hulk. Mm-hmm. So that's where, and now again, it's like this is all complete rumor and conjecture, but it's be pretty interesting because. Although Hugh Jackson has walked away from the Wolverine, he's, he has admitted he would not be mind doing small cameos here. Right, right, as long yeah. as he's not the main focus of, exactly. the, of the show. Yeah. yeah. So, and also people are saying that'd be a very interesting way to get the X-Men franchise back into, back yeah. into the Marvel Universe is with the end game sort of scenario where they're like, ah, oh, now that we've redone reality, mm-hmm. now there's mutants, right. and here we go. Here's the yeah. X-Men. Now, I wonder what, what effect that'll have on their whole Inhumans arc. The because what? The, the who? Because the, the who? The, 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 the Inhumans. Shh, the who? The, shh, shh, shh. We don't talk about those. The Inhumans <laughs> have basically become the new X-Men. Well, because well, they we just... They've, they've been dialing back on that because uh, the Inhumans TV show tanked yeah. Yeah, well, completely. Yeah, I, I, which was I a haven't had a chance to watch it. Because I, I, did, I, I watched it and I enjoyed it. And, yeah, yeah, I, 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 just, I liked it. Um, the problem was okay. There's a huge budget, which didn't work well. Like, but it didn't con- correlate to the CGI was, and there was visual a, effects. There was a huge budget for the first episode. Yes, right. Which yeah, that's they, right. That's which what they the, also released in IMAX. Yes. Well, Patrick and I saw that, and we did it. We and, talked about it. But but the budget was much lower for, for the, the yeah. rest of it. And I mean, like, and they did obvious budgetary constraint things. Mm-hmm. They cut off Medusa's hair. Yeah, on purpose. Yes, um, you know, but, but the, her whole feature, her whole superpower, right. yes. is yes. her prehensile hair. Yeah, but, had, but, but, yeah, the but think about it, what a pain yeah, it would oh, be sure. to actually do that. Well, because even when they had the big budget, well, then you don't have Medusa in the show. But the thing is, Dev, even when they had the big budget for the the IMAX release, mm-hmm. her hair effects didn't look that good. Right, like they didn't look. Well, not to mention they didn't last that long. Her no. hair gets cut off halfway through the first episode. Oh, yeah, but like I said, but even the few things when she did do her hair, it didn't look good. And that's with a big budget, right? And only having it for a short amount of time, right? So, like, yeah, I could see why they shaved her her hair off because, like, we have problems doing this effect. Yeah. Uh, so, but, but you've basically but, taken away her only superpower. Yeah. Her only power is the fact that she has hair and can do things with it. 
So now if she doesn't have hair, what's her purpose? Oh, Why is she on the show? She's an exiled queen who's trying to regain her throne yeah, from okay. her. Yep. But, but what's her power? Doesn't really Personality. Personality. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great anyways, power. I thought, you know, I thought the show had real potential. Um, interest, like it's focused on the royal family of the Inhumans, mm-hmm. and each of them have their own arc where they actually grow as characters over the course of the first season. And it was reasonably well done that way. It was just... But it's also hard in a, in a TV show where you have your main guy who doesn't can't talk. talk. Yeah. Yep. Also, I, I, I like, can't remember the name of the actor. He did a good job oh, no, with he, it. He did. Like, he I'm was so, impressive. I, I was impressed. The, like, his, his facial expressions and, and mannerisms was good. Yeah. It's just hard to sell to like a regular audience. Wait, he, doesn't, he never talks? You see, dear listener, the problem with the Black Bolt is that his voice is so powerful that were he to speak, he would liquefy people. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. just his whisper alone can, mm-hmm. like, well, he's showed that in the show. Right. The, it's like he's, he grunted and a car goes flying across the street. Right. Yeah. Because yep. he's considered in the Marvel Universe one of the most powerful yeah. uh, superheroes out there. Yeah, because Omega of his voice. level, yeah. Yeah, a scream would basically detonate a mountain. Yes. Probably. Now, but uh, but yeah. So, anyways, things are shifting. Marvel is putting more emphasis back onto the X Men, right? Yeah, once again, or mutants that, in general. Uh, Wolverine is back. Cyclops, yeah, I know. Cyclops is back. He was dead, but some other mutant brought him back to life. Yeah. Um, in in what? Uh, in the comics. In the comics. Sorry, okay. which which one are you talking about? Wolverine or Cyclops? Wolverine. Yeah. And there's also some weird stuff going on with the Phoenix Force. Because, again, a character can never stay dead. No, because you can't make money off a dead character. Make new characters. Show celebrity. Do you have any idea how difficult it is to make new superheroes and have people actually care about them? Actually, it's funny because that goes back to villains and vigilantes. They had a small comic book out for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's also a role playing game where you're playing superheroes. Very good role playing game. It was actually, but it's funny. In the comics, it's like, well, we should kill him. It's like, no, no, you can't kill him. So come back with new names, new powers, (laughs) new costumes. (laughs) (laughs) It was so perfect. It was like, oh, yeah, we can't kill him because he'll just. Come, come back. back stronger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so, and, well, you know, Wolverine actually stayed dead for about four years, I think. Well, yeah, because they so, brought him back with the Mark Miller's Old Man Logan for a bit. Well, they, and brought, then, they brought in the Old Man Logan character, but the actual main God Wolverine stayed dead for a decent amount of time, longer yeah. than I expected, to be honest. Yes. Well, yeah, same here. Uh-huh. So I was going, when's it going to be? When's it going to be? Yeah. Well, same as Superman died for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, less than a year though. Yeah, yeah. they so, did make I think fourteen, four, four, four different Superman, four and fourteen, 14 Rain, comics out Rain, of it. Reign of the Superman focused on Superboy, John Henry Irons, uh, Steel character, mm-hmm. the Eradicator. Yeah. And, well, there was because yeah. afterwards there was four Superman, wasn't there? There was the yeah at one point Cyborg there were one, the kid, yeah, yeah, and yep. the, yeah, and yeah, and the Cyborg Superman. Yeah, so that was the four, and uh, so. Um, so yeah, so that's about all the comics. So f- for upcoming events, though, what movies are you guys looking forward to most in the next little while? Captain Marvel. Yeah, I am yeah. interested in Captain Marvel. Captain I really Marvel. want to see Glass. Same here. That what we're seeing that tomorrow? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be seeing it tomorrow you, you, because I haven't seen um, uh, 
the other one yet. Um, you haven't seen Split? I haven't seen. I have had no chance to see Split because we were talking. You, you were the one saying, "Let's go see Glass." No, 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 no. I'm saying you go see Glass, and then we'll record a uh, an episode afterwards. That's not what you were saying. No. You were saying I want to go see Glass too. I, I do want to go see Glass. I just there's no way I can go see tomorrow. Okay. Besides, Jen wants to see Glass, and she hasn't seen either of the first two movies, so there's no point in in me. First oh, of all, God, there's no, no point in me going without her because well, sure, do you have Unbreakable? Uh, I do have Unbreakable. Okay. Um, I was going to offer to lend it to you. Oh no, 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 no! There's, there's no everything streaming. True, you, you can find everything anywhere. That's not a problem. Uh, so yeah, Captain World and Shazam. Yeah, definitely you want to see Shazam. Yeah, if if they get the humor right, it's going to yes. be a good movie. Yeah, from the trailers I've seen, they get the humor right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the problem with glasses, unfortunately, we saw the trailer before the last movie. Yes, I know. And they showed you. <sighs> Every, every scene. I know. It's so disappointing because I went to see Bumblebee yesterday. Mm-hmm. They had a trailer for the new How to Train Your Dragon, right? And again, they show pretty much the entire movie. You're like, oh. Wait, wait what do you mean the new How to Train Your Dragon? How to Train Your Dragon is a movie that already came out. No, no. This there's is the third, third one. The third one. Oh my God, there's a third one? Yeah, yeah, the Hidden World. The Hidden World of All the Dragons, which you obviously know that he finds because in the trailer, they show you the, the Hidden whole, World. The Hidden World. And you're like, oh. Of all the dragons? Really? Yeah. Oh look, there's some dragons. Well, no, in, that in they, they, you, you see the bad guy, you see what happens, you see <laughs> right. this, and then you're like, oh, I mean, so I, I, I don't need to see the movie now. I've seen yeah. pretty much everything. I've been, I've been, I have been watching on YouTube a couple of like little teaser trailers for it with uh, John Snow, the guy that plays John Snow. Yes, they they were kind of humorous. I will not lie, I I, I laughed through them, but uh, oh, I saw the first one. It was interesting. It was cute. Yeah, but then the second one's like, oh yeah, I, I, I don't even know there was a second one. Oh yeah. Oh. Let me tell you, this sounds familiar. There's even been a TV Devram. show. Does this sound familiar? Oh, his mother disappeared many, many moons ago, believed to have been killed by dragons or things. And then, oh, look, surprisingly, he goes into a hidden area and he finds his mother who's still alive. <laughs> and she the, comes back to the, help save him. That was I, the I've second no, movie. I've never seen that in a movie before. You no, know, exactly. Not like uh, Aqua <laughs> Water Boy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, spoilers. The Wasp. Yep. You, if you've been watching the trailers for that, you know that's what happens. Uh, I don't think that's at all true. But <laughs> he tries again, to avoid watching. I haven't, I haven't seen any ever. trailers for it. Yes, but you saw the movie for Aquaman. So. I did see the yeah. movie. I didn't. Thanks for ruining it for me. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Pat. It's Way not that go. good a movie. You actually, you'd probably like it, Paul. You will love that movie. Probably. Yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to it. But uh, but yeah, another movie I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Spider Man Far okay, From Home. Spoiler: He becomes a king of Atlantis. Eh. <laughs> oh really? Wow! Yeah. yeah, I never would have guessed that. I knew that, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Spider Man Far From Home. Looking yes, for, looking yeah, that forward does to actually, that. Uh, yeah. But again, oh, speaking of trailer trailers ruining everything or giving everything away, they did that again with Spider Man. Disagree. I I purposefully did not watch a trailer for Spider Man because I'm starting basically devs, uh, following. I, basically, the trailer for Spider Man Far From Home is textbook case of unreliable narrator. You know why? No. One word. Mysterio. No, 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 no. There's stuff that happens that gives stuff away that no. I didn't want to... One that, word. Mysterio. Nope. Mm. No, not that. Nick Fury. Yeah, Mysterio. You, you cannot assume that was actually Fury. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Mm. The, the way trailers are nowadays? Yes, I can. I know nothing, so I'm going to not even take part in this conversation. Yeah. It may very well be. It won't surprise me if it is. 
But the thing is, is that when your main villain is a master of illusion... Which actually I'm impressed with because Mysterio for a while ended up being a joke of Spider-Man villains, even though he started off like as one of the main ones. For mm-hmm. a while he became a joke of Spider-Man. So I'm, it's nice to see him coming back as actually being you know, a main villain. Because yeah. uh, he ties in also with Old Man Logan's story. Because yeah. well, people who haven't read the comics, in Old Man Logan, Wolverine went crazy and killed all the other X-Men because of Mysterio. Yep. Mysterio used his illusion powers right. to mess with Wolverine's what he's seen and everything. Mm-hmm. So he ended up killing all the X-Men. And then they dropped the illusion on purpose right. to drive him crazy. So it was Mysterio going, oh, well, so a, a Spider-Man villain, because that was actually the background behind Old Man Logan. What happened was Red Skull got all these super villains, other villains going, okay, you've been against this guy. It hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. Try against... You're going to use your powers and your abilities against this guy. Yeah. You are going to go against yeah, this it's, guy. It's basically Mark Miller being Mark Miller and going, but, okay, you know, what's the most cynical way to do this? Oh, I know, but... Like, and did it. And he basically took Acts of Vengeance, and which yes. was an 80s comics crossover with the exact same, same principle, yes. where it's like we swap opponents right. and just said, okay, they swap opponents and because they do, they kill everyone. Yes. Well, I, I have to admit, though, the, the driving Logan insane to see bad guys and kill... But then again, that's been done in other, you know, other comics as well. And not to mention, it's really hard to do a, an illusion good enough to fool Wolverine. Well, especially like anything. his heightened senses but, who can smell you know, and hear people. Mm-hmm. But right. no, for the sake of the plot, Wolverine you, has to completely fall for it and kill everybody. Yeah, it's... So, I know that's that's yeah. where you're like, but he's got heightened senses. He can smell people, hear them. He can, yeah, like because in the in if you depends again who's writing the books. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes Wolverine can't be fooled because he's like, oh yeah, it's an illusion, but you know what? I can smell the difference. Mm-hmm. It's same as in the movies, right? The X Men movies where he knows it's Mystique because yep. she doesn't smell mm-hmm. like Jean Grey. So, yeah. but again, yeah, it all depends on who's writing and what you're going for. Yeah. So, uh, and the other, and a little bit more news and stuff. Um, there's uncertainty as to whether the Fox New Mutants uh, movies horror, are going to come out horror slash uh, mutants film is ever going to see yeah, the light of day because it's been delayed a couple times already. I think three times now it's been yeah. delayed. And, and there's currently no release date. Yeah, uh, there's speculation that it might actually just drop on Hulu. Which Fox is apparently a part owner of. Oh, really? Um, no, does that... Is that Fox... When they get bought out by Disney eventually, does that does Hulu become part of Disney or does... Uh, oh, no, no they, but Disney would be so. a part owner then? Um, I think Disney might already be a part owner of Hulu. Hulu yeah. has a wide partnership. Yeah, but see that... Yeah, I remember so, the New Mutants was like, yeah, we haven't heard a thing. We haven't seen any yeah. trailers. Like, uh, the first trailers were good. Like, Sort of a, a horror mutant story looked interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you know, it's the the demon bear. It's going back to the Bill Sankovich, Chris Claremont era of New Mutants. Yep. Fantastic comics. Oh, yeah. Magic was um, great then. You know, and extremely distinctive visual styles. Sankovich mm-hmm. is an unbelievable artist. And, you know, take that and play up the horror aspects of it. I mean, why not? Oh, There's just... No, there's no reason why you can't mix horror and superpowers. Yeah, no, sorry, Dwayne, just because you, you mentioned Chris Claremont and that with the X-Men and that. Remember 
the X-Men go to Asgard. Oh, yeah. I actually reread those books just recently. That was a a great... Well, I think it was only two parts or... There was a couple of different storylines involved in it. Um, In the first one, the the, um, Loki basically to gain favor with the gods of the gods. Yes. They who sit above in shadow. Oh, that's right. Yes, I remember um, those. Yes, is, yes. He has to make a gift to the world. And so he makes this gift of the fire fountain, which gives everyone supreme powers. Yep. Except that it completely shrivels up any creative part of your soul. And if you're based on magic already, you're, you're basically going to get killed. That's right. That was with actually Alpha Flight as well yeah. with that. Yeah. Yes. So... The X-Men and Alpha Flight put a stop to that. And then, and then Loki wants revenge, but he can't do it himself. He's got to work through intermediaries because they used it above in shadow, basically said, you do anything to these people in retaliation, we're going to stomp on you. Yeah. And so the Enchantress ends up doing his dirty work and draws what she thinks are the X-Men but it's actually to Asgard, but it's the new mutants. Yes. It's actually a really good and series. I, it was, it was, well, it was not a series, it but was it was really good. The new mutants get scattered through time and space in Asgard, and you have stuff like powers. Sunspot, who becomes even more powerful under the Asgardian yeah, sun, who's one of the the and ends up in, as a bouncer in yeah, he's also, Asgardian he, bar. He also gets to meet the the the, the, the Warriors the first three, three yeah, yeah, and impresses them because he actually almost lifts. No, Volstag. he does lift Volstag off the floor. Yes, which. You know, like, and uh, in lore, he Hogan and Vandral are all, if we didn't see it, we mm-hmm. would not have believed it. But I remember the funny part, because he's also afterwards like, oh, my back. Yeah, it's uh, like, I'll, I'll, I think I'll, I hurt myself, myself real bad. Yeah. And then, yeah, and, uh, well, and stuff. And Moon, Daniel Moonstar becomes a Valkyrie. Yep, Daniel Moonstar becomes a Valkyrie, which lasts to this day. Yeah. That's the only power set she has left, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Um, yeah, during the whole Scarlet Witch, No More Mutants thing. Yes. Danny Moonstar lost her abilities there, and oh, she's never gotten them back. Okay, um, but you know, it has such great moments as Storm Kitty yielding Pride. the th- hammer. Yeah, a version of Mjolnir. Yes, a, a version. Um, but and you have Kitty Pride staring down Loki, and yes. Loki's like looking at her, going, "Art thou threatening me, youngling?" Yep. And Kitty Pride is all, "You betcha, betcha I am." <laughs> you know. So yeah, um, so, yeah so some great comics. Um, but yeah, so New Mutants, I was really looking, kind of looking forward so to this. Because like, I mean, like, yeah, you're right. Like the horror part of, of superheroes works, for yeah. like, especially with the New Mutants, with yeah. magic and that. And you know, and the cast was looking decent. Yeah. Uh, you have Maisie Williams. I've never seen Game of Thrones. I watched half of the first episode and I turned it off and never turned it back on again. But uh, she was great in Doctor Who on yeah. her guest appearances there and stuff. Playing, she's, she's playing Wolfsbane. In this, uh, oh right, yes, I was, and the rest of the cast sounded decent. I was looking forward to it, but who knows whether now. we'll see it or not? Who knows? Yeah, because I think well, if it goes on Hulu, then eventually it'll be on other places. So, well, the nice thing is that anything that goes on Hulu, the rights generally get sold to something else in Canada because yeah. Hulu, not here, Canada, yeah, Hulu, what Hulu? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Anyways, enough rambling on that. I have no more news. Devram. I think we pretty much talked about everything that's up and coming that's of any actual interest. Um, well, the CTC. Yeah, so we, we've, got, we've got two conventions that we're going to in the next couple of months. Um, one is the uh, Adepticon. I'll let you talk about that for a while. Oh, fine. 
Because <laughs> somebody has a small bladder? Someone has a small bladder. That's right. Uh, so Someone the, just drinks too much. There's there, it's a combination of both yeah. of those things. <laughs> um, the Canadian Tabletop Championship takes place the weekend May 3rd, 4th, 5th um, here in Ottawa, Canada. Um, it's taking place at the Rideau Curling Rink. We have the entire venue all three days. Uh, there's no closing time, so I, there, there's obviously going to be a closing time for the for the bar, but, um, but the venue itself is going to be op- open and available for gaming all night, 24 hours, uh, well, 36, 42, whatever, 72 hours. Good um, Lord. Yeah, so it's going to be absolutely crazy. Uh, come down if you want to try Star Wars. Um, the thing, sh- it should be up on the website soon in the into the... The, you can add it to your basket and, and take part in it. Uh, I'm doing Edge of the Empire beginner game Friday morning, um, I think around 11. Uh, Saturday at 11 is the uh, Age of Rebellion beginner game. And then Sunday at 11 will be the um, Force and Destiny beginner game. Um, Friday night, if you want to play like a full game, uh, I'm going to have an Edge of the Empire one shot running from 7 p.m. till 10 p.m. Um, on Saturday from seven till midnight, I think we're gonna have our the crazy trivia going. I, yes. It might not it might not go all the way to midnight, but we're gonna start at seven. We're gonna go for as long as people want to do Star Wars trivia. We're gonna do Star Wars trivia. We're gonna hand out prizes. Yeah, Dev's really um, excited for the whole. I, I really am. I'm gonna have buzzers so that people can actually buzz in and and answer questions, much like we did on the uh, two episodes ago. Yes. I'm going to make that an annual event, the Star Wars trivia uh, on, on our end of the year podcast. Oh, I like that idea. I like that I'm, idea. Unfortunately, we have to wait till the end of December before we do it again. But uh, it I'm gives you time to get you know, a whole bunch of questions and stuff ready. Oh, I, I, there's, I'm, I'm getting nothing ready. I'm just reading questions directly from the Star Wars trivia oh. game. <laughs> I, guess, oh, I guess I'm going to have I, to I open sh- up my cards and just do a whole lot of memorizing. You yep. better not. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, because Thrawn, is a new, there's a new book for Thrawn coming out. Sorry, I forgot about that. So that would be the third in the series? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've I, definitely read the first one. I have not touched the second yet. Who's the author? Timothy Zahn. Timothy Zahn. Yeah. Okay, in that case, I'm going to check this out. The first one was very good. Yeah. I, I very much enjoyed it. Well, I, I know for me, I, I'm looking forward to Adepticon because I've never gone. To you, it's like you, you've done it so many times. Oh, dude, I've gone. This is my seventh year in a row, yeah. and I'm still looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. But it's it's my chance to hang out with all my uh Well, I'm looking forward to meet a whole bunch of other podcast guys and everything. Yep. Just interact and have fun uh, yeah they're all going to be there that's for sure and that and the freebooters network and stuff like that so I'm looking forward to that and I have a passport now so I'm legal again <laughs> to go outside of the country yeah it's a good thing you got that done early but yeah for the uh, Canadian table Canadian tabletop championship mm-hmm. thing uh, our friend Joe unfortunately couldn't make it today um, but we'll be doing more headlo- uh, updates for that as it comes up yeah um, go check out the website. There's stuff being added to the uh, to the event list ev- every almost time. every day. And uh, it's not just Warhammer 40k. There's Star oh, Wars. There's there's so many different. There's also games going to be the role playing games and stuff like that. Plus, like I said, we will all be there. Yep. Patrick, yep. Dwayne, Paul, myself, and Devrim, who will be doing a lot of. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll be kind of uh, ghosting in and out. Uh, you you guys might not see me a lot well, on the Dwayne actual. Dwayne will be live doing stream. a lot of interview stuff yep. for us. Yeah, so that's the plan. Um. Paul will be our roadie. <laughs> Just kidding. I will, no, I probably will be the roadie. You know, setting stuff up because, yeah. uh, sorry, is that too much of a spike there? Just for Paul. Just sorry. for Paul. Because uh, uh, he's getting all super close to the mic and whispery. And he's getting excited. close. And, and whispery. But then uh, he started shouting. For roadie, well, Paul's not just roadie. I'm joking about that. But he's actually designing, hopefully, a table which will be built for us for then. Yeah, this 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 whole design sounds amazing. It's it, modular. It's uh 
It's uh, reversible. Yeah. It's, it's uh, Spider 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah. looking forward to that, but yeah, just the fact that we'll all be there for the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably won't have. A, I'm taking the Monday off as well because I know I'll see the data oh, recover. I'm, I think I'm taking like the day before it starts and the day or two after it starts. Well, yeah, it's gonna I'm, be like a six day weekend. I think. Okay, I'm doing the Friday, taking Friday off, and the Monday to recover. Yeah, yeah. Um, and hopefully, I'll have a voice through it all, as opposed to. Well, especially since you're pretty much gonna be the main guy on the mic for the majority of the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Wait, I have to doing... talk a lot? Oh, no. Oh, well, that's not anything yeah. unusual, eh? Yep. <laughs> try, try to get names right. <laughs> just, just try. I'm <laughs> definitely looking forward to it, even though I'm not going to be able to spend nearly as much time as anyone else at this table. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's to, be, that's to be expected. Now, Comic-Con, um, are you going to Comic-Con again? I want to. Um, haven't uh, talked it over with Jen yet, but um, I haven't been... In around three years, I think, since the last time I went, and I would like to go back. The only time, like, I know Devram and I liked it last time when we were uh, volunteering. Yeah, uh, that was super fun. Because we we would still talk to a lot of people as they were walking around, but we didn't have to, like, fight the crowds or everything and just, you know, sit back, enjoy, have people come to us, do the pandemic games and stuff like that. Well, I I had a lot of fun the last time I went uh, because I took along a little recorder Mm -hmm. and... Hey, that was I, wasn't, good. I wasn't able to talk to any of the actual guests no. because you have to be registered media with the con in yes. order to be able to do that. But I did get to talk to a lot of the f- folks exhibiting on the floor. Yeah. And uh, well, I thing. thought there were some fairly interesting conversations there. Oh, so yes. I'd kind of like to do that again um, mm-hmm. if I can. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, what I'm looking forward to... Uh, the, fun, the funny thing is, is um, well, on behalf of Out of, the, Out of the Basement, I've applied for media accreditation oh, this year. Awesome. Um, Good. Several t- for the past several years. I they haven't, they haven't opened up. Um, last time I looked, they hadn't opened up the uh, process for this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'll probably be around the first week of February, but they do, although I need to check on that again. But... Um, been rejected every time, um, <laughs> except for one year where they just never bothered to get back Answer. to me at all, which was <laughs> annoying. But the funny thing is, is that despite the fact that I haven't um, been accredited mm-hmm. to be media at the con, uh, Agence Pink, which is the PR company that uh, works for the parent company that does Ottawa Comic Con and the Montreal Comic Con, yeah. um, has put me like last year they put me on the mailing list for all the press releases. That's good. So <laughs> I'd be getting uh, you know stuff em- like embargoed until twelve oh one a.m. Yes, yeah. <laughs> all but that's all this stuff and listing off listing off the uh, hmm. the guests. So I'm well, hopeful that you're that still on it. I'm still on that mailing list because um, I'm going to try to post a lot of you yeah. know, guest news onto the out of the basement page. That'd be great this time around, and uh, you know, just have some fun with it. Um, on some, something separate, there, Dwayne. So, speaking of gaming, role playing, shuttle run. <laughs> you only ran one, one session. No, I ran two. Sorry, yes, yeah, and there I enjoyed it. I and enjoyed both, it, and both went reasonably well. Yeah, um, I really should get back to that. Uh, particularly, unfortunately, the Earth Dawn thing that I've been playing in has been slowing down lately. A lot of our GMs have come down with a severe case of real life. Oh, damn um, life. God, and, 
So I'm hoping that'll build back up, but there hasn't been a lot happening with that uh, lately. So yeah, maybe I should uh, pull out the Shadowrun module, the next one, and take yeah. a look at that. It's a, it's a tough one. Yeah, right. I'm also wondering how you guys would do with it. Well, I just like it because my guy is like the, the detective mage guy who mm-hmm. last time we didn't do any combat. We've yeah. well, we we avoided most of the combat, which for me, yeah, as, a, as a small human who's just a detective with a bare little magic, not having combat is a good thing. Yeah, there was um, there was a path for a peaceful resolution to the whole thing. There usually and is, some, and somehow the players actually found it, which and, I and thought chose was to remarkable. Go that route. Oh, chose to go that route, and chose to go that route. So, out of the basement. You're wearing I, just, your shirt. I just remembered you guys are wearing your shirts. I'm like, I'm wearing my shirt, shirt too. too. Uh, look, for, we talked about this a while ago on the podcast, but just a refresher for people. Dwayne uh, was running a well, a live actual live role playing for a bit with Shadowrun, then went to the uh, Discord, well, the Skype version of it. Yep. Uh, and the 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 actual Shadowrun games are always good. The modules were always good because they gave different options. Where in most Modules like here's where you have to fight, here's what you have to do. Where Shadow Run gave you multiple different options to do. It's like, oh, you can do the peaceful one, you can talk to people. Here's what happens when you talk to people, as opposed to other games where it's like, wait, you talk to someone? We don't care. We don't care if you talk to someone, not our problem. Um, Devs, devs want to wait, so we got to keep talking now until he comes back. (laughs) He'll probably just edit this all out because, you know, knowing him. <laughs> but no. No one would have known. No, no, no. Hey, now he's going to have to edit it, or, he, yeah. or at least he says so, he's going to, but then not. You know, he's not. So yeah. this is good. So, yes. but it was it was fun because, like I said, I, I always liked the Shadowrun modules because they gave that alternate of way of like, well, if you here's what happens if you talk to people. Here's things you can learn to help yeah. you out. So yeah, so the Shadowrun missions um, system is broken up into uh, seasons, kind of like uh, TV seasons, yeah. and that and. Uh, the late, the current ones have been set in Chicago, Bug City. Yes. Uh, although long after the Cermak blast, which took care of most of the insect spirits and did some really weird things, and that. And so, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like they're supposed to be run in in an evening. Something we never. We never pulled off. We never pulled off. I think no. I think it took about three sessions for each module. Yes, but that's um, okay. It was which, which is fine, and yeah, they do have. You know, you can go from this point to this point. The modules themselves are modular. Yep. So you can go in various places, and like Pat was saying, uh, you do have. They always have options for, like, street work for like getting the information whether you're. Yeah talking to people or you're doing a matrix search or research that, some other way but also like I said that that and you get contacts as bonuses yeah part of the part of the rewards is you get new contacts and that and, or if you already have them they improve <laughs> which I always thought that that's again one yeah. of the things I liked about the shutter run system was it's yeah. not just what you can do, it's also who you know, right? And yeah. Shadowrun took that and said, okay, well, if you've dealt with someone and you had a good rea- interaction with them, they'll become a contact that you can use possibly in other you know, missions. Yeah, so the, part of the point of the mission system is that you're, if you've been running strictly as missions characters, missions legal and stuff, 
like I could take one of these modules and run it, say, at the Canadian tabletop. Right, yes. And anyone who played would be able to take their missions legal character and play in any other missions adventure, no problem. Yep, because it's recognized. Yeah. If it's recognized, so wait. Uh, so you mean ma- oh, I could take I could take mouth to any of the yeah. ones that? And here's a little bit of news and rumors that I've forgotten about. This year, 2019, is a big anniversary year for Cattle's Game Lab. Yes, who has the current licensing because them and it is the 35th anniversary of BattleTech and, and the 30th anniversary they're of Shadowrun. Shadow they're, they're selling they're selling shirts, hoodies, and all that stuff like on yeah. their site. Um, I'm part of an online forum called Dump Shock, uh, which is basically where cynical Shadowrun players go to congregate. <laughs> and uh, the crowd there is really quite unimpressed with what Catalyst is doing um, for the anniversary, but the Dump Shock crowd is generally unimpressed with Catalyst Game Labs, period. Really? Okay. Anyway, yeah. Um, not exactly the biggest fans of Fifth Ed. At all, at really? All, I like Fifth all. Ed. I like Fifth Ed myself. Um, you know, th- there's some things that you've got to let go yes. of. I mean, everything's connected to the Matrix, even though that's generally not the best idea. No, but you just kind of got to well, let that go. That's, yeah, it's, it's the way things um, move ahead, right? It's, yeah. it's and I like the stuff that they've brought in, so that uh, the only. The only real way to do hacking now is you, your hackers got to come with you on the mission and plug into something vulnerable and it's, get into something that way. Well, it, it makes if sense. Try, if you try to do it from the net, Extra- the net at large, yeah. you're basically going to get stomped. Well, it makes and, sense because yeah. seriously, most, most times you do hacking, you have to be internal. You, you have to be from the inside system to get the information. Going from, yeah, going because everyone's got firewalls and everything from the outside, which is the hardest way to get into anything. Yep. Whereas if you're already inside, I mean, there's still a bit of security, but it's not the same thing as trying, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so another thing I wanted to mention, um, I think I've brought up before, uh, I'm a big fan of Humble Bundles, mm-hmm. um, which is... Oh, yes. Uh, games and game, books. But they started out with games, they moved into books as yep. well as games. And I've been a big fan of their book bundles. Yes. Um, I've got right, a few of them as well. Right well not now, few, but I've got a couple of them. Right now, they have basically pretty much everything from the Numenera setting and system, which I'm kind of curious about. Uh, it's done by Monty Cook, who did development on D&D 2nd Edition and was one of the main guys for D&D 3rd. Oh, so yeah, Okay. See, second. I know I, you're De- not a fan. Deverman, Deverman is a fan of second as well. No, He's I can't stand it. Second edition. No, sorry, second I love. Third yeah, I saying. can't stand. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, Cook worked on both. Right. Um, he didn't have as large a role in second as he did on third, but which is why third sucked and second of, was great. Yeah. Yeah. As they fist bump on an <laughs> audio-only podcast that nobody can see. That was just for us. <laughs> that was for us. Because we both but, like both agree. Yeah, second I'm sorry. Is, I, just, I just had to yeah, make fun of we that. We still prefer second overall. But anyways, uh, Cook has basically branched off, and he's been doing different types of stuff all over the place. Um, and so this is uh, Numenera. It's supposed to be a fairly simplified system uh, 
part of the emphasis is that the uh, storyteller or GM almost never rolls dice in order to do things, right. to help keep things moving along hmm. and stuff. And so there's something like... Uh, like 16, 19 of these Numenera books on a Humble Bundle right now for 15 bucks US. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, whole, a whole world, a whole system. Um, it's also kind of the basis for a video game out there. Um, Called Tides of Numera. It's, the, it's, yes. the, it's, it's basically the uh, these spiritual success, they call it, to the original Planes of Torment, which was based on um, the, a- the AD&D 2nd Edition rule set. Right. And Torment is the best out of all of the AD&D 2nd Edition video games no, that which, were ever made. Okay, yeah. Cause That's the one that takes place on Mort. It takes place in the... Uh, the um, oh, crap. What the hell is it called? Not the Outer Rim. Um, there, there, there's, there's a phrase for it. Uh, Mort is a city... Not, I don't even think it's Mort. Uh, Sigil. Sigil is oh, a city. Oh, okay. Um, it's it's all the different realms. Realms, yeah. In D and D, there's a box set that puts oh, it all together. Oh, right, yes. Oh God, I remember that one. Uh, yes, I can't remember the name of it though. But, but anyway, so it takes. Dwayne's checking up. It takes place in the uh, in the in the. I keep wanting to call it outer realm. Reaches not the reaches. Forgotten realms. For, no, forgotten no. realms is one of the the box world sets. settings. But this, this is because it's a multi. It's the multiverse. Yeah, it, yeah it's well, the D and D multiverse. We'll call it multiverse. It's, uh, I can't remember, but it you're right. They call it. This is this is going to drive I me know, crazy. But okay, we're going to put the podcast on hold. Well, Darren looks. I'm going to pause it. We're going to look it up, and then we're going to start back up again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause. You don't have to pause. Just keep going. I want to pause it because uh, apparently this plug may not be working, and oh. I'm on very low battery. We're sitting around. It says seven percent remaining. What the plug's not working? Uh, I guess. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, so um, it's plugged in, and obviously it's being powered because this is hooked up to the same power bar, and this has power. <laughs> Shit, sorry, Dave. So No, no, it's fine. It's not your fault. It's my fault. But um, so maybe, we should wrap this up. Yeah, we should probably just wrap it up. So soon. just kidding. anyway, so we'll we'll figure out what it is. I'll maybe put a link to it. Anyway, um, uh, Torment Tides in Numenera is a fantastic video game. Um, I actually I think I talked about it on one of our previous podcasts because I picked it up over the summer and uh, was playing it uh, quite extensively. Um, I got very far into the game. It has a great storyline. Yeah. Um, there's basically like this, this they, they call it the dreaming God. Um, <laughs> and uh, and aspects of him fall to the earth and, and okay. they have, some of them have a memory. It's, it's very, very convoluted, very complicated. But... As, I, it's as I understand it, a big thing is the whole saying: any sufficiently advanced science is identical to magic. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And that, and so, so it's like a mixture of magic and technology. Okay. It's very cool. Um, so Unfortunately, anyway, looks like we're running out of power and the juice on the laptop. Well, that's fine. These things uh, happen. We're yeah. we're still sitting at hey, we're still hey, set at seven percent. It least, has fifty minutes remaining, so yeah. we could be fine. Yeah, at least. We noticed before. Four, yeah. yes. <laughs> oh yeah. shit! There, there goes was, two there, hours. Yeah, there was there was another podcast where the we batteries on our recorder died. Um, no, that, that actually wasn't a battery issue. That was a the recorder, like the uh, the application that we used to record on, died. It crashed. No, yeah. I'm talking about one of the earlier ones oh, where I we were it. taping with just your little handheld oh, okay, recorder okay. sitting oh, God, sitting, the, sitting around yeah. there, and we realized, wait a minute. It stopped recording. <laughs> when did it stop recording? We don't yeah. Turned out it stopped recording about 40 minutes previous. Oh, yeah. So remember those so days? Now we, have, now we have like a spider thing yeah. with the mics and everything. 
Uh, now the thing we have the problem with the most is the laptops. <laughs> yes. All right. So I think, Dev, you want to call it? Uh, we could probably still keep going for another five minutes if we wanted to. But if you guys don't have anything specific to talk about. Not really. Not specific. No. Just, you know. Okay. Well, why don't we just call it there then? Because also um, we're, we are planning to c- come back in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. true. Our, our next episode is going to be... Uh, well, it depends on how long it takes for me to actually edit this and put it out. But our next episode is going to be We're midway recording. through the We're month. We're going to record. The recording is going to be midway through the month of May. Uh, May. February. February. Because you're busy afterwards. And then. Uh, yeah. And then I'm gone for vacation. And then. You know, it's, well, it's we will so do busy. a pre-Adepticon recording hopefully but definitely we're going to be doing stuff in Adepticon yeah we're, 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 de- we're definitely going to have a day where we're going to set up the equipment and uh, do recording oh yeah Paul uh, I need to take the re- equipment with me when I when we go down to Adepticon so I, I need all of it packaged for me like, what do you mean I'm, I'm taking the everything. recording equipment down to uh, Chicago oh get so, everything ready for yeah, us just, just pack it up and get oh, ready can you come down with us too because you're a roadie it's, it's <laughs> yeah, Paul. We don't have a place for you to stay, and you don't have a but ticket ticket to the event to the uh, or a passport event to get into the country, or, or a passport to well, get into the country. Well, you got plenty of time for that. You have time for that, and you know, if we get a big SUV, you can sleep in that. <laughs> <laughs> this one is not impressed <laughs> or it's, amused. It's, it's, Although, if Paul did come around, come along, that definitely would require us to get an SUV, and that would be yes. the impetus for us to get the Suburban. Exactly. It's there, Paul. See, you're there. You help out. No, you're going to be stuck in the little tiny Civic. Damn it. Damn it. All right. No, I think that's next, better. Maybe next, maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Out of the Basement podcast, and uh, we hope to see you next time. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.